citizens, this is Dan from Melbourne, and welcome to the fifth episode of the Meltdown podcast. This week I had a chat with Julia from Continuum X, a sci-fi and fantasy convention that kicks off in Melbourne next week. So please introduce yourself and Continuum X. Hi, I'm Julia. I'm from Continuum. We're a Melbourne-based speculative fiction and pop culture convention that runs annually. Yep. And now um, it's been, this is the 10 years anniversary, hence the X at the end of the name. It's technically not 10 years, it's 10 Ooh. conventions. They... They, they had a couple of years off after the National Convention in 2007, I think it was. Okay. Um, the National Convention was in Melbourne in 2007, and so Continuum didn't run a, a convention against that. So 12 years going, but 10 years convention. Pretty much, yeah. And, and, then, and then it was sort of hard to get everyone back together to get started on, because as, as everything, once something stops... Mm-hmm. It's hard to get the wheels back yeah. on. So, have you been involved since the start? It sounds like no, you've been for a while. No, this is a weird thing. Everyone on committee thinks I've been there forever. Yeah. Um, I think I started getting involved from about Continuum 7 onwards. Okay. Cool. And was that, so that was after the break, so you got on yeah. after the... Okay, cool. One of the things I was saying, I was uh, going to say was that even with that gap, 10 years is an extraordinarily long time for any convention. And especially, like I said, it's, it's all volunteer run, so mm. nobody's getting paid to do anything. And people are still turning up year after year to do it. Yeah, even if you're slowly going crazy from sending out invoices. Every, everyone goes crazy. <laughs> Trust me, I know a lot of previous chairs. Everyone goes crazy. Oh, yeah, you're the chair this year. That's right. Yeah, I'm chair this year. I'm, I'm in charge of the whole thing. So if it all goes wrong, it's all my fault. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, but what, I guess what makes it keep going? What I guess being volunteer run, what makes it keep going? And, and um, everyone wants to keep coming back. Um, for me personally, I wanted to get involved in the organising side of things is because it's a fantastic thing to have. Yeah. And I didn't want to see it disappear. Mm. Um, it was a fantastic weekend because you get to hang out with people um, and usually because it's like science fiction, fantasy, horror, comics, mm. you're hanging out with people who have the same interests, mm-hmm. you're hearing interesting um, panels, mm-hmm. you're discovering interesting writers or shows, and it's basically a whole lot of fun. <laughs> well, and, and, I mean, aside from the panels and stuff like that, you've also got things like um, learn how to fight with swords and stuff like that as well along yes, the way. Yes, actually that's been a staple, I think, as long as I've been going to continue. Yeah. Um, we have sort of, they're using, they usually mainly use foam things, but yep, you can learn how to do the basics of sword fighting. Yeah. Um, we have a masquerade ball on the Saturday night, cool. which is always fun. I do like masquerades. I spoke to the yes. Goblin Ball organisers a while ago, yes. and um, and they were brilliant as well. They're so passionate about their event as well. They, they are awesome. I'm actually quite friendly with the, them as well, so mm. um, it's I, a lot of fun. And I guess on that note as well, what is the state of, of sci-fi writing in Australia slash Victoria? Um, I mean, is it growing? Is it this is a weird thing I think and for me this is an important thing about Continuum Um, Mm -hmm. before I started going to Continuum I only really knew your big sci-fi fantasy writers Mm. that are being published by major publishing houses (laughs) on the bestseller list that's all you read I started going to Continuum I learned about all these local not only Melbourne, but Australian writers who are being published by some of the smaller press, yeah. who are doing like probably some of the best work out there. 
And so because I've seen them either give a reading at the convention or talk on a panel at the convention, um, you sort of get to know their work and, and, and their books are available at the convention. Yeah. So you go, oh, I really enjoyed what she said about this topic on this panel. Mm. Go look at her book and go, oh, that looks really interesting. And then so you start reading. And so, yeah, I think the small press in Australia is probably probably publishing some of the best um, sci-fi and fantasy probably in the world. Oh, I, I've met a couple of Australian authors and I'm looking forward to Emerging Writers Festival this year and getting to know a lot more um, for that as well because even though they might have the style power of, the, I mean, Stephen King, Neil Gaiman, or George R. Martin... Well, Neil, Neil, this, this is actually what got me into Continuum. Hmm. I saw that Neil Gaiman was coming out for Continuum 3, hmm. and that was my first convention ever. doesn't matter whether it was, like, a, a expo convention like the Supernovas and Armageddon's, hmm. or Continuum, which are more fan-based panel-run things. Continuum 3 was my first, and that was Neil Gaiman. And yep. here I am... Eight years later, <laughs> running, 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 running for that thing. Uh, is he? Is he chance he'll ever come back? Because I saw him last year through. I think it was all the year before through Wheeler Centre. He's just an amazing speaker, isn't he? he? He is an amazing speaker, and it's kind of funny because whenever he comes to town, and if you go to the event, you kind of know half the audience because they were there. <laughs> <laughs> they were there last time. <laughs> They, awesome. they, they were either at Continuum 3 and so have come to a few Continuums mm-hmm. or, yeah, you, you, you go, oh, yeah. In the same circles yeah, after that. Yeah, pretty much. Little game in circle. That's awesome. It is. Um, now, as you mentioned a few times, you're run by fans, run by volunteers, and um, but it seems to be very much for fans and volunteers yes. as well. Um, you know, get accessibility, childcare facilities. Not exactly um, childcare. We're running oh. um, children's activities. Activities. So yeah, it, yeah it's, a, it's a big step. We don't quite have the manpower or the funds care. To, yeah. to, to, to run a child mind. I mean, that would be awesome to do. Mm. But yeah, if you have a small person and you want to come to the convention and you think, oh, there's all these adult panels and nothing to do, um, this year we have a dedicated children's room. Yep. And so. One, it's either somewhere you can take the kids and just you know, sit out and chill for a while. We're also running specific activities in that room. Yep. Um, that program hasn't quite been released yet, but you know there'll be craft activities and reading. And as long as all the, the kids are involved, things. it yes. doesn't... Yeah. yeah, so we've made the rule you can't be in that room unless accompanied by a small person. Ah, fair enough. I like that idea. Yeah. Um, but it, and you've also got the code of contact as well. Like even just look, reading on the website, things like you know costume doesn't apply consent and things like that, which are, I mean, in, in my mind, relatively new um, things that needed to be said. I guess. Yeah, it's it's the the whole code of conduct thing, and it's funny because we've actually just sort of had another look at it this week and a re rejig, um, not rejig, but just adjusting for that, refining would mm. be the word. Um, we've actually just been refining some things on that in the last couple of days, so. Hopefully on, it'll go up on the website in the next couple of days. The, it's not too different, but there's just... Um, yeah, in the community of... It's, it's weird. I'm trying to figure out how to word what community it is. I guess um, in the convention fandom community, mm-hmm. so whether it's a continuum in Melbourne, um, a WizCon in America... Um, the Worldcon, which this year is in uh, in England, um, people have become more vocal, which is really good. Mm. Because 
fandom, these these fan run cons have basically been going since the fifties in various yeah. states when the fandom was mainly default white male. Yeah. And so things have come up. And of course, I consider myself really lucky. Continuum for me has always been a very welcoming experience, mm-hmm. um, especially as a female. Um, but Continuum was three was run by Kirsten McDermott. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the chairs since have been female chairs. Mm-hmm. Um, the committee has been at least half female run. So my experience of cons has been it's pretty much half half on the gender split. Yeah. Whereas apparently in other countries it's not so equal. Yeah. And so things have been coming up and people have got to the point now they're going, no, we need to talk about this. This is not acceptable. These these cons, unless you are welcoming to new people, they'll die because we can only run the conventions if people come because basically we take um, ticket money and that's pretty much what pays for the event. Yeah. Anything left over goes into running the next one. So nobody's getting kickbacks. Mm. Um, our guests of honour get their accommodation and travel travel paid for. They get a very, very small sort of daily yep. um, thing to help them with meals. But we've, that's because we've invited them the to guests. come and talk. Absolutely. So, yeah. But yeah, no one's getting paid outright for stuff. Mm-hmm. And now I've lost track of where I was going with that. No, but it's it's just more about you have to take in order to raise the money that you that yeah. you get it. You need to make sure it's as welcoming as yeah, possible. Yeah, and, and so and so you want a convention to grow, and you want mm-hmm. it to grow year to year. And if a lot of a lot of attendees are feeling disenfranchised because it's not welcoming, or yeah. there is too much sexual harassment, well then that's just short-sighted, really, because you'll become extinct. Yeah, well, it's this kind of... I remember reading this thing the other day about how some uh, comic book writer, and I can't remember which one it was, was saying that women don't read comic books, because, and that's why we don't write to them. It's like, well, maybe if you write to them and make it something less of a boys' club to be able to enjoy these things, it'll it, it'll be a self-fulfilling prophecy if you don't yeah. change that. Yeah, it's the, the, whole, the whole issue has been getting louder and louder within... within um, comics and within conventions yep. in the past few years and it's good because people are actually going hey this is a problem okay let's fix it and um, Jim C. Hines who is one of our guests of honor he's actually been very very vocal about this particular issue yep. so um, it's really good to have him along sort of we'll get him he'll be talking about um, his books obviously and his writing but he'll also be talking about fan issues uh, yeah, so it's good. No, it's, it's it's a good see, to see that focus, even if you have a problem, prime problem specifically yourself. Yes. Acknowledging that it's a problem in the um, in the fandom that could crop up and being proactive. Well, and because it's been such a big problem, being mm-hmm. active and vocal about it, you're telling other people, yeah, we don't tolerate that here. Yeah. This is a safe space. This is a this is a, this is this is a space where we want everyone to be enjoyed and not harassed. So. I mean, it's, it sounds bad, but I think to a certain extent it'll be, it'll be it's avoidable if you don't have video games involved, because video games conventions seem to be the worst. When I, I don't know about them. conventions, but there's been quite a few stories mm. from different attendees and writers about these things have gone on at these sort of conventions for a long time, and they're just hushed up. 
there, yeah. So I don't think I don't think video game industry is exclusive mm-hmm. in that it's really bad. I think it's been bad With in a lot of places yep. for a lot of years, and that's why everyone's suddenly going, oh, hey, no, not anymore. Yeah. Let, let's speak up like this. Let's have a dialogue. Let's put some things in place yep. to prevent these sort of things so everyone is welcome. Mm-hmm. Everyone feels like they 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 they're gonna not be harassed. Yeah. Or unwelcome attention or Or anything really. Yeah, like yeah. so it's a it's a big issue and, and it's a good issue. Mm-hmm. And it's good that so many conventions are starting to take that on board. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's more it's it things I think Continuum have mainly done. It's just now we have to put it down so people are aware that this is what we're doing. Yeah, it's on concrete. You can't say you didn't know what the rules were. Yeah, mm. and get it. Yeah, as, as the more people that think it, um, if you join up to attend Continuum, actually on our online ticketing mm-hmm. and our um, membership forms, yeah. there is a thing that basically goes, yes, I've, I've read the Code of Conduct and I agree. I will abide by that. It's saying that these are highly onerous rules. These are very much like rules to live by, as opposed to you know much, you, you need to change your behaviour when you walk in through the door. Yeah, well, they're they're, <laughs> they're, co- they're common sense rules, but as we know, common sense isn't that common. No, it's a superpower. Um, I guess just to change tack a little bit, um, in your opinion, has the internet helped or hindered um, the proliferation of fiction writing? As in, it's easier to reach a large audience, but it also means it's harder to be able to make money from the writing. I think it's improved the way writers can communicate with their readers. Um, I'm trying to think, this is up. As in, like through social media and having conversations yeah. with their fans. Yeah, you can get a more because writing can be a very um, insular process because you're locked away and you produce this work, and now it's easier for writers to get feedback. Mm. Well, especially positive. I mean feedback that, oh hey, people are actually reading this and they actually really like it and, mm. and I, so I think for writers that's been a really good thing um, and I think networking with each other has also opened up a lot more as well. Oh well, yeah, I think so, I mean um, I mean, when you talk about writers being, being insular, especially in the uh, to me it seems more the case when they're in um, sci-fi or fantasy because they're creating whole worlds a lot of the time so they need to to create rules about how that would work. I mean, George R. Martin, to a certain extent, is based on Europe, but it's also Europe yeah. with fantasy throughout. Yeah, I've, and a I've, history. I've seen recently, yeah, because he talks about the medieval influence on mm. Game of Thrones, mm. and and you can see that because he, there is a lot of that, but it, it also is it has dragons. Yeah, but also the lore behind it all as well, like the the story of the Iron Bank of I, I saw our little featurette, yeah, the Iron Bank of Bravos. I've got a horrible memory when it comes to these names. Um, it's alright, I'm usually really bad, but I actually had rewatched that the most recent episode last Oh, with um, Mark Gattis? Yes. I give a little, like, fangirl cheer when he's... Everyone, I think everybody, <laughs> everybody, <laughs> I think, went, oh my god, oh my god. I had no idea. Mycroft. I had no idea who was on. I don't think anybody did. It was fun. And I just explained to Mel, like, why, like, the Doctor Who connection as well, why I started... Because afterwards I started humming the Doctor Who theme. Like, what? We just watched Sherlock. Why are you? It's my... See, and this is why Continuum is good because these kind of conversations yeah. happen the whole weekend. 
So, you know, you, you have panels, but then you just usually, you can sit around mm. either the foyer or thing, and yeah, these conversations just naturally come up because people are familiar with all the things that you like. All the things. All yeah. the things. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I mean, I agree, I, I, but it's also, it sounds like it's a much friendlier con, because I've been to a few, I've been to... Um, oh god, I've forgotten them all now. Why can't I think of anything? Supernova and stuff like that. But we found when I go to those, it's pretty much a vending. It's a, it's, it's, it's not so much a thing for fans to go. Yeah, you can go see the actors and what have you. But they're also there to sell shit. There's an yeah. enormous amount of space dedicated that, to selling. Yeah, them. that's why I've started calling them the expo cons because hmm. that's basically what they are. And that's where we're trying now to figure out where we fit in as a con. Yeah. Because trying to explain, we're not like an expo con. Mm. You know, it's, well, what do you do? And it's like, well, we have panels and balls and awards and mm. millions, millions of things. Oh, no, not millions, but the program this year is Several huge. Several so, yes. Yeah. <laughs> we, have, we, have, we have fun, well, like, we have entertainment things. Um, this year, we're bringing back, we do our own version of the Spicks and Specs. Yeah. Called Spicks and Speculations, which is basically, <laughs> which is it. which is basically the format. Yeah. But instead of music questions, it it's all geeky questions. Yeah. So you know, there's 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 serious discussion, there's light discussion, there's presentations, and the best bits are really just meeting people and hanging out and having random conversations about things you love. And in, in terms of selling stuff, like you mentioned before that you might have the books for sale, but not necessarily the merchandising. You won't have yeah. the, the Bravo C um, bobblehead or some shit yes. like that. Uh, we, we have a small dealer's room, which mm-hmm. is, I'm trying to think what we've got this year. We've got booksellers, obviously, because yeah. if you're meeting authors, you can easily pick up a book and get them to I mean, sign. You can do that Wheeler Centre. You go to an author's, yeah. it's, that's fine, yeah. Um, I'm trying to think. We've got gifts for the geek coming in this year, so we've got yeah. some geeky merchandise. Like, it'll only be a table or two. We've got good games coming in, so there'll be board games for sale. Yeah. Um, we're actually having a dedicated board room. I was going to ask, because... Board game room, I should say. Yeah. So, which is basically a space people can go anytime over the weekend and play games. Awesome. I need to, I, I want to come for that, because you and I met first at one of your um, yeah. board game nights. I, I guess it's worth bringing that up as well, <laughs> is that... Even though Continuum is an annual event, throughout the year you're running board game events, uh, nights, movie nights as well. Next week you're going to Captain America. No, not Captain America. X-Men. 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 Well, when we were talking last time, We did go Captain to Captain America. America. <laughs> uh, yeah, so X-Men, you have board game nights, um, you've had quiz nights as well. Yes. Um, am I missing one type of thing? No, we try and nope. we, we, we try and But throughout the year. Yeah. Yeah. So you can be involved, even if you don't make it to the convention, which you should anyway, um... There's still events throughout the year that you can go and have fun at. Yeah, it's good because, like you said, the, the convention is once a year and sometimes people like to catch up. Yeah. In between the board games we've really just started doing, mm-hmm. which is a lot of fun. That's, so basically, yeah, we, we found a great venue in the city that lets us have some space. The, the Royal Melbourne Hotel. Yes, yes, the Royal Melbourne Hotel. We love the Royal Melbourne Hotel. Yeah, I love you too. <laughs> you got a little dungeon room in the back. It's perfect for board games. It is. Yeah. And that's where we had the trivia. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, they basically let us have that space. Yep. People can come along. You can bring your own games. These really games there. Well, um, what's the game you and I played last time? The Kafulfu word game. We had oh, some... unspeakable words. Unspeakable words. That was awesome. That was fun. <laughs> I kind of wanted to be an iPhone app so I could play it all the time. 
cool. Yeah, absolutely. So we're but yeah, so yeah, it's sort of building community through the year. So um, maybe there's a movie you want to go to that you know none of your friends want to go to or what. Mm. Come along with us. We we just we basically pick movies that um, we think a lot of people want to see. Yep. We advertise it. It's usually a bit cheaper than what you would pay going singly. Going in a group. Because yep. we get we get a group discount. Mm-hmm. And we get you know, small kickback to the convention. Yep. It's and a lot of fun. Yeah. Well, I mean, and can people suggest movies? So, for example, Absolutely. Godzilla. Definitely. But, yeah. Yeah, so. that's the thing. We keep asking. No one suggested yet, but yes. Okay. We're definitely up for anyone suggesting stuff they want to go to. Okay, so just to run a few stuff, right? Godzilla, the <laughs> Samurai series that's on at Acme behind us at the moment. Uh, um, so what would you like to see happen at either this or future continuums? Like, have you got, like, a wish list of... Of other things, if funds weren't a problem, or more people, I would like. I would like to see because I, I guess, because I enjoy it so much. Yeah. And a lot of people I know enjoy it so much. We just want to see more people come and hang out and have fun, basically. Yeah. Um, we found once somebody comes once, they really enjoy it, and so they're a returning. They're addicted after. They're a returning person. So yeah, I think because. Until you've actually been, it's hard to get a sense of what it is. Mm. But, um, yeah, but our oh, money, if we had money, if all the emails I get in that go, here, here's all this money because you've inherited this, or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. All the things but we could have done. the Nigerian princess wasn't a lying bastard. Yes, and I get them daily. I'm just going, oh, if we actually had all this money. <laughs> the things we could do. The things we could do. Your eyes have lit up in a very evil way. <laughs> like, I would get, like... Well, I, that's because we, we basically run on the... On the, the shoestring. On the smell of an oily rag. And so all the really fun stuff that you think, oh, let's do this. And then you go, oh, we can't. Yeah. There's no way to be able to get that shit out of days. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The con is really awesome mm. um, to go to. It doesn't feel like it's running an oil rag when you're inside. No. Yeah. It's just, you know, you think of all the stuff you'd really, really, really like to do, and then you just like, go... Like what? Like, uh, what's an example, I guess? Well, this year, this year because we're a carnival thing, yeah. I would have liked to have some performers come in just for atmosphere. Yeah. Um, we'd like to do, like, cocktail, like... We sort of have a cocktail thing, but it's a cash bar. Yeah. And so I'd like to be able to do either at the ball or on the Friday night, which is sort of about mm-hmm. everyone come in and have fun thing. Just, you know, have drinks and nibbles go around. Yeah. As you do at a normal party, but, you know, that's just money, unfortunately. We... Well, I guess... Like it's, the... it's all the little extras. It's nothing major. It's just all the little things that you end. They go from good to awesome. It would be nice if we could just have circulating drinks and nibbles. Well, I guess on that note, if you are some kind of circus or masquerade form performer, possibly contact Starry and see if you can offer your services in return for, I don't know, huds, I, I don't know, something. Memberships? Or rags. Uh. No, 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 seriously, we do contra deals for memberships, basically. Awesome. Because um, we're really excited this year we have mm. an amazing volunteer who will be our Auslan interpreter. Um, awesome. Basically, we it's something we we wanted to do this year. Yeah. And we were trying to figure out how to make it happen um, budget-wise. And what a request for it before, because I'm seeing Wheeler Center doing Auslan and a few other places as well. It's just it's an inclusive thing. Yeah. We currently don't know of anybody. 
who is, is it? who is deaf that is coming. Um, but it's an inclusive thing, because and then once you have it, and people can go, oh, that's inclusive. Maybe next, I know a friend who maybe next year will we'll come along. Come. Yeah. But yes, no, our amazing volunteer Megan basically came up to us and said, I want to, I want to make sure you have some Auslan. I will take payment as as a membership. And the really bizarre thing is she'd approached all those big conventions before um, because they have a lot less... I think they run one or two panels an hour, is that correct? Something like that, I, yeah. I never get to the panels. I always... I, I'm either working it or meeting people or... Yeah, I've only ever been to a couple of panels, but yeah, they tend to have... One or two an hour, I think. Yeah, and, but... Whereas Continuum, we've got three or four an hour every hour. Oh, That's pretty much how Continuum runs. <laughs> Um, we're not going to have every hour interpreted. Obviously, we're having yep. we're having the opening ceremony and the guest of honor speeches interpreted. Yeah. And if we're approached by anyone who wants more, then we will work that out with them yep. and definitely get more covered. But she's approached these big conventions and basically gone, "I'm going. I do this for free for you." Yeah. And they're and they for and, my ticket. Yeah. Well, not 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 even that. And and they've said no, thanks. Which really? is insane. We it cannot, is. We cannot believe it. It's absolutely insane. Did they give a reason why? Is it just not something that... I don't know. I've only sort of... I haven't really had the opportunity to have this conversation with her, but, yeah, it's it's just bizarre. Like, why would you knock back something... That's free, and... That is going to just enhance your convention. Yeah. And open it up to a new market that otherwise really can, can't go. Exactly. Cool. Well, um, well, did you have any final comments or anything that we'd like to talk about continually missed? Or? Um, Friday night is Goldcoin Entry Night, so yep. if you're not sure that you want to come along for the whole weekend because you don't know what we're doing, um, yeah, basically Friday night is Goldcoin Entry. At what, which Friday? What is the date? Oh, Actually, sorry, yes. The dates are the 6th, 6th of night till June, which is the Queen's Birthday long weekend. Yeah. Um, we're running from mid-afternoon on the Friday to late afternoon on the Monday. Yeah. So you get you're getting almost four full days worth of of programming and entertainment. Yeah. Um, once you're if you decide to join up and become a member, which basically is your ticket into the convention. Yep. Um, pretty much everything is at no extra cost. So coming to the ball is no extra cost. Mm. The award ceremony is no extra cost. Um, if you don't want to come to the whole of continuum We've got tickets just for the Masquerade Ball, which yep. is the Saturday night, so that would be the 7th. Um, that's $20 if people just want to come and dance and costume act. Yep. Uh, whereabouts is it? Is it? It's at the Intercontinental Melbourne, the Rialto. Yes, that's beautiful. It's um, a gorgeous... I'm, I was so excited we got that as a venue because it's just gorgeous. I love it. I um, interviewed some guys a little while ago who shot a movie in some scenes in there. And like, they shot all these scenes in all these different cafes and restaurants in Melbourne, and that was their favourite. I'm like, I approve of your taste. Um, That's why I was really excited. I thought it might have been out of our budget, but they worked it out. We we worked it out, and it was awesome. So so six to nine. Um, how much is memberships? It varies slightly. Um, currently. An adult membership is $225. As I said, that gives you the four days and everything. All entry to everything, yeah. At at the moment, there is one writing workshop that we are charging extra for, but that's only an option. You don't have to do that. Yep. Um, Concession and first-time members. So 
you've never been to a continuum before, we do a discounted rate as well, which is the same as the concession rate, which is 185, I believe, at the moment. Yeah. Um, and they're online at Tribooking, and the rates do go up at the door. So, the end of May, those prices will 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 close down, and the new ones will pop up. But in the um, meantime, there's the Gold Coin Friday. And there's Gold Coin Friday. Um, youth members, which are 13 to 18, is $80. Mm-hmm. Under fives are free. Mm-hmm. Five to 13 is $35. You got an intense got, look of concentration. I was. Prices. We have that many price points. Um, <laughs> we also have day membership. So if you don't want to, if, you, if you're already busy and can only make one day of the convention, yep. Saturday and Sunday are $120. <laughs> Each, and I think the Monday will be slightly cheaper because it's not a full day. Yeah, cool. So there's many ways to come and enjoy the convention. And, and what's the website for Continuum as well? It's continuum.org.au. And are you on social media as well? So Twitter and yes, Facebook? Yes, we're on Twitter. Yeah. We are continuum under, underscore con. Mm-hmm. We are continuum underscore con on Twitter. Yeah. And I'm not sure about that. If, if you search for it on Facebook, it'll come up. Oh, we're, and we're continuum Melbourne on Facebook. And that's right. We're also at Meetup. Meetup. Yes, because of all our extra... Um, the movie screenings and yeah, things like all, that. All, yeah, all our fun sort of weekend or between con activities, we just, we're on Meetup at Continuum Con. And if people want to follow you, your Twitter part, Twitter is starry underscore bright? No, just starry bright. D- just starry bright, okay. With a so, Y. With a Y. Awesome. All right, well, thank you very much for your time. Thank you for and having we'll me. We'll leave it there. That's it for this episode. If you have any feedback, suggestions for a future guest, or tips for the Soccer World Cup, head to meltdown.com and click Contact Me. Have a good one.